knows that now in the light, the vanguard is here and they will be polite. The roaring is stirring, the cult's getting brash. Our heroes must stop them, let's hope they dash. Hunt all the retalents and give them the blade. Civilization they're trying to save. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debuckles podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master Kevin. Going around the table, Blake. Hi, I'm Blake and I'll be playing Cinnamon, the Tabaxi Warlock. And Hannah. I'm Hannah and I'll be playing uh, Leander Fields, the Hunter Ranger. And John. Hello. I play Mimia, a Dragonborn, Cleric of Bahamut. And Shane. That's me playing Heradius, the human warrior rope. Okay, so last time on Dungeons and Debacles podcast, you were making your way through the Great Salt Marsh in search of an ancient green dragon um, to warn it about predators searching for green ta- uh, green dragon talons and to get any information on other green dragons that may be in the area, trying to track down uh, a supposed... Uh, maybe blood mage and group of red talons that are trying to spread this uh, wrath plague which basically turns people into uh, feral violence monsters what was that douches turns them into douches a little bit Um, so in making your way uh, through the Great Salt Marsh, getting closer to this lair of this ancient green dragon, uh, you came upon a woman screaming, running through the swamp as she was being chased by a hydra. Um, you were able to dispatch that hydra and save this woman, who tells you that um, she is a hunter of uh, magical beasts and was hunting down Basculus for their blood. She told you that the rest of her party was uh, attacked and killed uh, by crocodiles and she was making her way back to Chore. Um, She did not want to try to make it back there by herself. Um, So she asked if she could uh, join you in eventually heading back to Chore. You took a rest for the night and um, I believe it was Mew Mew that saw a group of lizard folk over in the distance. And the dragon we're looking for is not actually named Sister Rapscallion. Sister Skillion. Sister Skillion. So, um, last we left off, uh, Mew Mew saw this uh, group of lizard folk and were trying to engage them in conversation. Yes, I said hello, lizard folk. Greetings, it is to you. They all kind of stare at each other for like a long moment and then stare back at you. And then a couple, you see them like talking to each other, but you can't really make out what they're saying until uh, one of the... uh, Um, Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. All right. Um, So one of the uh, larger ones uh, you see is wearing some sort of uh, armor made out of uh, hide and some branches and sticks. He's carrying this long spear. And uh, he walks about 10 feet closer to you. You're about 
20 feet apart now and says, What are you doing in our territory? Probably best if you spoke with our leader, but we are seeking... Uh, I can't remember how much information Hannah gave out to what's-her-name last time. Did you tell her we were looking for Cicero's Galleon? Yes. I remember that. We are in search of the great green dragon, Cicero's Galleon. He looks a little taken aback by that, and he turns and looks at the uh, other three uh, lizard folk behind him, and uh, he says... And what would you want with the great mistress? There is a plague to the north and to the east. And we believe that we have information that would uh, concern him and that he would have information for us in return. Her. Her. (laughs) Point of fact, I'm pretty sure she's a broodmother. I could be wrong. Uh, are they speaking in... What are they... How are they... What are they talking in? They're speaking in common. Okay. What do plagues and diseases concern us? Well, at the moment, they aren't touching you, but in the future, they might. It's hard to say. And he looks back at the, uh, the others. We could take you to her, but I can't promise your safety. I believe that is reasonable. Let me gather my compatriots. And then I walk back to the others. These lizard folk have offered to lead us to Cicero Scallion, but with no guarantee of safety. I'm not sure what that means. I, I understandable. That they'll treat us well? I don't know. As long as they don't try to kill us outright. Hold on, let me say that again, except in my character's voice, which it comes and goes anyway. I guess it doesn't matter. I suppose that that makes sense. We should follow them. It's our best chance to talk to her. Anyway, let us break our camp. We were still camping, I think. Yeah? Yeah, we, yeah. Were, we were, yeah. All right, so you're breaking camp, and the, uh, the four lizard folk up here are standing watching you. And let us be off. All right. So you approach them, and the larger one that spoke to you says, My name is Zed. I am the leader here of this squad. We will take you back to the mistress, but like I said, I cannot guarantee your safety, as she can sometimes be fickle and cruel to outsiders. There is no danger that you could present her but I can't speak for the other lizard folk. You may remain armed, but if you draw your weapons, you'll show any signs of aggression. I, well, <laughs> it may not go well for you. Understood. Uh, this is our commander, Lieutenant Landerfield. Lieutenant? Pleased to meet you. Gives you a slight nod. Uh, this is, uh, Horatius, or Horatius, Horatius. We'll get that eventually. Uh, and Cinnamon, which they were probably already, I'm sorry. My dogs were doing things and I got distracted slightly. Um, they were probably, were, they were not introduced, correct? No. I'm introducing yeah, them correct. for the first correct. time? Okay, sorry, my dogs were being dumb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then, do we know the woman's name? 
Did we? Oh uh, yeah, she told you. Anywhere? Yeah, it's Merith Burt. Right, Merith, and this is uh, Merith, a recent companion of ours. And she uh, gives them a slight nod. They nod back to her, and Zerd says. Well, we should be getting going if we want to make it back in time for dinner. We were out hunting, but today the hunting goes not so good. And uh, without saying another word, he turns and the other lizard folk turn and they begin walking. So, um... Oh, well. Okay, so you're I following. I said we follow them. And um, as uh, you're walking, um, Zerd is going to... Uh, say to Leandra so where do you hail from has your journey been long through the swamp uh, it has been quite the journey through the swamp the bugs nearly got us um, she says jokingly with a chuckle <laughs> uh, but uh, originally from I'm, I'm originally from the north we're all from all over I see and you'll seem well equipped We've been following you for several hours and watched your camp. It's your campsite is quite amazing. Do you have any a nifty little Do you have anything for trade? Um we might be able to uh to come up with a trade. Um let me speak with my compatriots. I'm not entirely sure. I'm I'm not the one in charge of inventory. Um <laughs> Who's the quartermaster? <laughs> I guess whoever's got the bag of holding. Uh, yeah, basically. Actually, no, we all have bags of holding. That doesn't really help. <laughs> uh, you're the commander. You get to choose who has to deal with this shit. I'm the only one without a bag of holding. Therefore, I am not the quartermaster. Not it. Finger on nose. If How do you not have happens. a bag of holding? Because I'm super strong. I don't actually need one. Oh, fair. Uh, Cinnamon. Uh, it's canon. What, what do you mean? Uh, you know what we have in our inventory. Um, is there anything that we would be looking to trade, possibly? Oh, um, hmm. Well, I suppose we have some navigation instruments. I don't know if we need them. Your sense of direction seems to be pretty good. Uh, we have some several weapons I'm sure that we aren't using. I know I happen to have a dagger or two that I uh, do not use. It's well made enough. We have some magic items I'm sure that could come in handy but I cannot speak for everyone who has them if they are willing to trade or not. I have a spare longbow. Literally just uh, the longbow that comes with my stuff so um, Zerd sees that and he says that is a fine weapon what wood is that we don't we don't have anything that looks as as strong as that here to make a bow of that size I have many skins and shiny rocks I could trade for that um I believe that this is uh, elm elm you say I've not heard of this wood it's from uh, far north, the, the, where I come from. And uh, you see him uh, pull out out of his pack what looks like a uh, like a kind of a, a freshly uh, skinned um, of a probably medium-sized crocodile. 
and then he pulls out some uh, some rocks um, that you would recognize as uh, like unpolished quartz. Would you consider these fair of trade? Um, absolutely. I like shiny things. I'm a cat. Uh, I don't say that out loud. <laughs> you rub up against him and show him your butthole. <laughs> no, that's cinnamon. <laughs> that's cinnamon's move. That's a cat thing. So yeah, I'll trade my longbow for a freshly skinned crocodile, you said, and... Or a fresh crocodile skin? Uh, yeah, and like three uh, quartz crystals that are... Um, not while not Basically raw, they're not rocks. polished. And he says, "Deal," and he hands uh, the items to you, and uh, he takes the bow, and you see him like stop for a second and kind of like bend it over his knee. He says, "Yes, yes, a fine weapon," and uh, you see his like demeanor kind of change, going from before he was you know standoffish. Uh, but now kind of seems a little bit more open to you as he's My pretty, plan is working. He's pretty excited about getting this bow. Um, so you continue walking um, and you're going to walk for probably about half of a uh, day. Um, the sun, while uh, it's not down, it's getting close to the uh, horizon as far as uh, you can see because there's a lot of uh, tree cover here. Um, but up ahead you can see where the trees are starting to thin out and uh, you are also beginning to see some faint whiffs of smoke in the distance you think probably uh, about a mile away or so and uh, as you uh, get closer third's going to say we will be entering the temple soon I suggest you be on your best behavior. You haven't given me any reason so far not to trust you, but if deceit is in your heart, the great mistress will see through it. We come with no um, deceit. When you say temple, what exactly do you mean, if I might ask? Oh, it's the great Cicerescillian's temple. Hilaire. Ah. I see. Thank you very much. It is where we live and where she gives us her protection. So uh, you continue on uh, for about another half mile. uh, And then you see the encampment. And by this time, the sun has uh, gotten to the point where you're seeing some, you know, oranges and purples. And... um, you are starting to see torchlight and firelight from inside the camp. If you could all place your tokens on the map, please, down here in the bottom left corner. Some people might call this a lizard folk town or encampment. I call it a target-rich environment. <laughs> Racist. No, 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 no. If we're not near five hours. Friends, I want to say, did you say that scales well? that makes them worth killing? know how much those scales sell for? Of course it's oh worth it. God. Are you saying this out loud? No, this I is not in character. <laughs> this is like being You can tell sarcastic. because he wasn't showing his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Basically a uh, Warhammer 40k scenario. Alright, 
So uh, you enter the encampment, and um, there it looks like there's the places where these lizard folk live are mostly um, tents um, constructed of the of wood and uh, different sorts of animal skins. As you walk past, like one tent, you are going to see um, like one tent that, that it seems like a hodgepodge of like crocodile and some sort of lizard skin and some other sort of skin that appears to have come from like some sort of mammal like a deer um, you're also seeing some that have like little patches of like what appear to have been at some point like furry creatures like uh, beavers and badgers and and such um, area here there's all these trees that are intermingled uh, around the encampment so instead of like cutting down trees to uh, make room for more tents and more livable areas uh, they've built around them um, you are seeing multiple torches uh, multiple campfires and um, lizard folk moving around here uh, everybody give me a perception check do that I could do that nine times I won't uh, seven 24. Whew, I thought 8 would what it, what it picked. Okay, so uh, this may kind of make sense because uh, Heradius and uh, Leandra, um, through your military training and uh, survival training, uh, as you're walking into the camp, you start like sizing things up tactically. Um, you know, looking for like places to hide or defensible positions and like doing a, a quick scan and count around here of the lizard folk that you can see so far from what you can see there are you know many like little lizard folk uh running around here um but as far as like the ones that you would think would be like a, uh, a danger to you as in like you know they're carrying weapons or they look like they are Warriors, you're seeing probably about two dozen here. Some of them look pretty big. Um, you don't know that if you got into like a straight up fight with all of these, as powerful as you are, you think that you would probably be overwhelmed by their numbers. Um, but not only, you know, taking that into account, the account that, you know, these are worshippers of an ancient green dragon who makes its lair here. So, this um, map is huge. So, looking around, um, you're going to see all these tents to your northeast here. You are going to see what appears to be like the only um, one of the only stone structures here that is overrun um, with uh, vines and uh, foliage. Uh, it looks ancient um, and pretty well built for it being out here in the uh, the elements um, but what really grabs your attention as you look to the north of the camp is there is this large uh, like ruined what appears to be some sort of uh, platform like uh, I would say like uh, where it would be sort of like where someone would get on top of it and address like the entire camp. Um, it's surrounded by walls. It has these 
um, four towers on each of the four corners of it that are probably about 50 feet tall and on top of each one of them are these huge braziers um, with uh, a fire lit uh, in each one of them surrounding the inside and outside of this um, you are going to see these bright torches and in the center of this structure there is this tall stairway that goes up about uh, 60 feet and on top of that is a stone platform that's probably 20 feet by 20 feet and all the way up through this uh, this stairway is uh, lit by torches as you look around though you are not going to see a dragon. You know, I gotta say, Kevin, if you had a better mapping tool, you wouldn't get all this lens flare with the torches. <laughs> it was on purpose. J.J. brings it. <laughs> Joss Whedon did it first. Um, oh my god. No dragon. <laughs> so no dragon. Uh, I'm going to turn to the person who to the the yeah the person it, it's they're uh, people and wow. say uh how do we uh how do we get in contact with mistress you don't get using in con- his terminology you don't get in contact with her she gets in contact with you she has been gone I'm several sure. days i am assuming on a hunt she has she doesn't explain things to us as we are just we are the lowly, and she is the high. Is she usually gone for several days? She can be. It is not unusual. Um, alright, well, I suppose we will wait here for her then. Uh, where should we set up camp outside of the village, or...? No, you may enter. But just be sure to be minding your manners. I'm going to turn to... Fuck, what was her name? Merith. Meredith. Meredith. I'm going to turn to her and say, we're going to stay here. Please be on your best behavior. It is important that we speak to... Cesaris Gillian. Um, she's going to laugh, and she's going to start walking toward uh, the temple. Um, uh, where are you going? She says, follow me. <laughs> and uh, as she walks through, you see like the, these lizard folk like, start... You know, moving towards the center here, and you see like some of them, like you know, grab some weapons as this one person's just like walking unescorted up to the uh, stairs of this temple here. Uh, Meredith, stop! Don't offend our hosts. And uh, she walks uh, up here, and these uh, lizard folk guards like start to move to uh, stop her and she stops for a second and gives them a look and then they move away. She's fucking Skittles. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Should have seen that. I should have seen that coming. Dragons can change their appearance, at least in WoW. So she walks up to uh, up these steps to the, uh, the top of this platform and you are going to see like her uh, she turns and stares down at you from the the top of these steps and you see her eyes flash green and her form starts to become like ethereal as if it were an illusion and then you see her transform 
into this gigantic uh, green, like dark green scaled ancient green dragon. And you hear her uh, voice like boom over this. And, and when she does that, you see like these lizard folk all like drop to the ground on their knees. Uh, is, is that, that's that's Sister Scallion, I take it. Do you see any other dragons around? No. <clears throat> and uh, you hear her voice boom over the encampment. Go back to your business. And you see the uh, lizard folk stand back up and uh, go back to uh, making uh, their dinners and, you know, repairing nets and weapons and such. And then you see her look towards your group and says, approach. I'll walk up. And I will do. I guess. Oh, where the fuck are they? Um, I don't know how far to go, so I'm going to stand at the base of the stairs. Probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So as uh, you all approach the uh, the bottom of the stairs here, she uh, says, and even, you know, when she's talking, you know, not, you know, bellowing, her voice rings out over this camp. I have traveled with you for some time, and it doesn't appear that you present any danger or ill will towards me now let's speak freely what is it that you wish to tell me what is it that you want um we have information well okay what stuff oh my god that was not there is i did not say that (laughs) there is a uh a group of people um that are all over that are killing green dragons taking their claws and using them to spread plague it kills everyone that it touches and we are concerned for your safety as well as the safety of all green dragons (laughs) I am not concerned with my safety and I'm surely not concerned with the safety of the other green dragons that crept my territory here. I don't remember what we're supposed to ask her. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of at a loss. <laughs> well, you were kind of sent here to give her the warning and try to figure out where other green dragons here may be. So perhaps you can seek them out to see if they've been slaughtered or killed or get any um, information in your investigation of uh, who may be down here stalking these green dragons. Um, I am going to uh, ask her that. I'm going to say, you know, we've been, we've been sent here. Um, to see if there have been other green, if there are any other green dragons that have encountered anyone, or um, been slaughtered for their claws, we we are very concerned for all beings. Yes, by um, this vanguard, you'll say. Tell me more about them. Um, just double checking my information. The vanguard was set up to fight the red talons, correct? 
uh, that and to uh, defeat Ruin Axis. I know if Sister Scalian, now that I see it written, it makes a whole lot more sense, um, would like Ruin Axis. Um, give me a uh, history or an arcana check. Ten. Um, I mean, it's not like a like a big lore secret. I mean, just because I mean most like bedtime stories or just like tells that you have read would have this information. Um, you don't know really if. Cicera Skillion would be old enough to know um, Ruin Axis um, but you do know that there is no love lost between um, chromatic dragons they're all kind of evil um, and really only concerned about their own power and wealth okay so I'm going to tell her we are uh, the Vanguard is a uh, special force made up of all nations um, and all peoples in order to combat the Red Talon and fight Runaxis should she return. <laughs> is Cinnamon here, or did Cinnamon just stay at the edges of the town? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> uh, Cinnamon's here. Why not? <laughs> follow everyone else. <laughs> She's curious. Anyway, so sorry. Yeah, I'm going to tell her exactly what the Vanguard was for. <laughs> These fairy tales. Everyone knows that Rowan has been banished to the abyss. And even a powerful one as she, I can't see her surviving long there in the, the competition of all the demons against each other. Without a powerful ally, I can't imagine that she, even she, would survive long there. I don't think you'll have to worry about the Rowan. And these Thread Talons, uh, they don't bother me none. Let them worship this prop, this false god who's probably dead. Well, you see. They are the killing your kin. They might come after you eventually. <laughs> I care not for these other dragons. Even if Ruinaxis is dead, a cult is still active. Yes, and the the plague that they spread it spreads quickly and does not leave survivors. Uh we don't know where they're going to attack next, but we do know that how many cities? Four? Uh Three. three. We do know that three entire towns, hundreds, even thousands of people have been killed in a matter of days. She stares for you for a moment. It's really no concern of mine what happens in the, uh, the other parts of the world. I've carved out my little kingdom here and was safe and protected here in the swamps. Uh, could you at least point us in the direction of other green dragons we might speak to and see if we can gather more information about these people and how we can stop them? Hmm. That is very valuable information you ask for. 
And what would you give me in return for this? Um, what would you like? What do you have? Um, it appears well, if we pull you have, our gold together... It appears you have many magical items on your person. There would be fines additions to my hoard. How in trouble do you think we... I, 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 I'm... I'm asking this hypothetically um actually no I'm just gonna turn to, to everyone and say how in trouble do you think we would be with Vanguard if we gave her all of the magical items all of them well Quite the ones they gave uh just a point of order you were given a lot of gems and gold pieces as an offering to give to her if you remember Great. Mother Vanguard uh, that wasn't in the inventories yes we have uh, I, I will pull out the chest I assume of gems and, and gold pieces and say uh, I believe we were given this um, as a possible offering alright so you set the chest down and open it and you look inside and you're kind of like taken aback by like how much is in here um you are seeing diamonds and emeralds and platinum pieces and gold pieces um just a, oh a, a cursory cursory glance of this thing you think that there's probably at least eight thousand gold pieces worth of like loot in this thing so as the torchlight catches um all these gold pieces and gems, you are going to see um, Cicero Skillion um, walk about halfway down this ramp and extends her neck down to get a closer look at this chest. And um, at this point, her head is probably less than like 10 feet from you. You're all are kind of like overwhelmed by the enormity of this creature. Its head is probably about uh, 10 feet across, just the head. And uh, you can see these giant like teeth that are probably about a foot and a half long that look razor sharp. And she looks at it for a moment and she says, this is acceptable. So you wish to know the location of other dragons Yes, that we might speak to them and, and hopefully stop this before it goes too much farther. <laughs> it's curious. As you aren't the first to come through here asking for information, a group of others, mostly humans, came through here about hmm, a week ago. Asking for the same information. And they weren't nearly as generous as you. But I'll tell them the same. You see Kisserak the Cruel. He's a quite formidable dragon that lives in the south. About 75 miles from here. If you go past the lakes... You can't miss it as he makes his lair near a hill. You can't miss it. 
as it extends past the trees. But I do warn you, Kisarak is very formidable. And depending on his disposition of the day, you may not even begin to start a conversation with him. Or even get near his lair as his followers are quite, let's say, aggressive and not as hospitable as mine. His followers are more slaves than my worshippers here. Um, uh, so, oh my god, what was his name? I'm sorry. Kisarak? Kisarak. Kisarak? Um, and, uh, besides, uh, Kisarak, are there any others that we should know of? There are, but they're a little bit outside the territory here. Um, yes, there's also Roscal, and she is a, uh, a much younger dragon that lives to the north. But I would say that would be at least a hundred miles from here, near the uh, the borders of the desert. There are some further to the south, but I've heard that they've been dispatched, possibly due to these uh, harvesting of what you mentioned and good riddance well thank you very much for the information um I suppose that we should not impose on you any further you are welcome to as it is late share the food with my worshippers and make camp for the night it's generous yes uh most generous thank you and she is uh going to take the chest and you see her walk down the steps and go over here to uh, like she like does like a little like fly jump and you kind of move out of the way and she lands back over here and you're going to see her walk over to uh, this building the uh, other ruin um, that appears to be it's about a story tall, but it's got a high roof. It's probably about 50 feet by 25 feet. And you are going to see um, her take one of her claws and push open one of these heavy stone doors and take the chest and push it inside and close the door back. And she's gonna fly back up um, to her uh, basically throne on top of this uh, tower. You are going to uh, see her kind of like hucker down and fold her wings and like lower her head down towards the steps and says, If there's nothing else, I am tired and must slumber. Yes, thank you again, um, mistress. I know it's not how you meant it, but when you said fly jump, I assume that she tried to look like super cool and landed up looking really dorky. A 13 year old. Uh, no, it was kind of just like she did like a little hop over top of you and used her wings like just like a flap um, to like basically just like jump over top of you and land over here. 
I mean, she's a dragon. Everything she does looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, and I mean, just her, like, her presence, um, even though she doesn't appear like trying to frighten you, there's like this thing in like the back of your mind um, of like this creeping dread and fear, just looking at the enormity of this creature that, I mean, she's so huge that she could probably swallow two of you in like one bite. Nah. She she, she jumped and she said, parkour. <laughs> So uh, as she lays her hand or her head down, uh, you are going to see these two lizard folk like move over here to the steps and kind of like you get the impression they're like, okay, you can leave now. Um, I will back away slowly. And then once I'm beyond, uh, I'll back away slowly. And then once I'm beyond like the perimeter, I'll head back towards the edge of camp where we can set up without worrying about hitting anyone's house okay so uh, as you like start to move away you are going to see uh, one of the lizard folk stamp out from uh, this large tent here in front of the ruins and hold out his hand and um, you look at him and he's a little a little thinner and a little gaunt um, but he is wearing Kind of like this, this uh, like breastplate um, made out of um, polished wood. Um, you're also going to see like many necklaces around his neck that appear to be made out of like um, various bones and teeth. Um, he is carrying this uh, staff that has a large like uh, um, quartz crystal uh, on top of it. That's sort of like some of the ones that. Um, uh, Zerd traded for uh, the bow, um, but it's fairly large. Um, the staff is wrapped in crocodile skin, and you are seeing these these feathers coming off of it that are like enormous. Um, like you know, you've seen some large birds, but there's like some feathers that are like a foot and a half, two feet long, dangling off of this. And uh, he steps out in front of you and says, "Hmm." Please stay. My name is Saren. I am the shaman here. Please sit by my fire and share a meal. That would be lovely. Thank you. Uh, he comes back over by the tent and motions um, for you to come back, uh, come inside. Do you enter the tent? Sure do. Yeah. Okay. So you mm -hmm. come inside, and um, there is like a. Um, a rough wood table that seats um, probably about four people. Um, it's low to the ground and looks like it's meant for like sitting on the ground and using it as a table. Uh, you look inside and there's a cot and there's um, a brazier in there that looks like it's being fueled by some sort of like peat that's giving off uh, like this kind of boggy smell as it burns. Um, you see um, all sorts of uh, Cinnamon would uh, see this and probably recognize this as like uh, spell components um, but there's also um, materials in here for um, it looks like making poultices and potions and such it's a seat seat I'm about to have dinner and I would like for you to join me 
I'll sit down. Uh, this is uh, very uh, kind of you. Thank you. We don't get many strangers here, and I enjoy news from the outside world. And uh, he's going to uh, sit down um, these rough wooden bowls in front of you and um, these uh, wooden spoons. And he um, takes a, not exactly like a cauldron, um, but it looks like it's about the, the size of like a, a small stock pot and begins to ladle out um, some sort of soup in front of you. Um, you are seeing chunks of meat that you don't recognize and um, some roots. And then uh, he fills up all your bowls and then fills a bowl for himself and sits down at the head of this table. This is eat, please. And then he digs in. And uh, as you're uh, eating, he says, uh, I have heard what uh, you discussed with the, the great mistress. It's this uh, disease you speak of, uh, how is it spread? As I am curious about such things. Uh, as far as we can tell by touch. By touch. Interesting. And what did what these symptoms? Um, rage. Uncontrollable rage. Followed by, uh, death. I can see how they could spread quickly. Yes, once the uncontrollable rage takes over, then others begin to, uh, become infected as the infected people will attack uninfected people and each other. And is there a, are they working on a cure for this? You are healers where you come from? Um, I believe that they are, but I don't know for sure. My, my job is to find information so we can stop it altogether. We, um, as far as I know, the only cure is, is unfortunately death. And do you have, um, more of your compatriots that are searching for this cure down here in, in the other green dragons? It's curious that you are the, the second party of people to come through here asking about the location of uh, these great worms. We were the first people to be sent, right? As far as you know. There, uh, as far as I know, that was we are the first to be sent down here. I don't know who came through earlier. Yeah, it's very curious. It's, uh, and there was a group of, I suppose, about six or seven led by this, uh, human woman in these uh, these black robes which is most curious to be trotting around in a swamp and heavily laden with such robes as the heat here is not very conducive to humans as far as I know but she seemed unfazed by the heat um that's interesting I know that I've been struggling Yes, well, you're far even more insulated than the humans with your fur, but I have heard that your people have adjusted somewhat to the heat. Is there a um, tabaxi in the swamps here as well? Some, yes. My, uh, my tribe is from up north in the mountains, so not as much for me. That would explain your coloring as... Uh, I'm assuming that your people have adapted to um, perhaps hunt in the 
these snow-covered lands. I have not personally heard of snow myself, or, or I have not personally seen snow myself, but I have heard tales of it. Uh, yes, we have uh, adapted to that. Though, at some point, if I get the chance, I will come back and show you snow. I don't know how I will make it happen, but I'm sure there's a spell or something, some magics that can be done so that you can see snow. It's quite yeah. lovely. It's very the generous of you. Perhaps After the first day, it gets old. Some sort of cold spell. I don't. I <laughs> suppose I could. Uh, not really snow, more uh, ice. But I'm sure you're familiar with that already. I am not familiar with these magics. Mine are more of the healing variety. Uh, Cinnamon, could you give a demonstration, possibly? A small one? Uh, uh, yes, of course. Uh, Cinnamon is going to stand up uh, and back a little bit and cast Armor of Agathis, which coats me in a very thin layer of very spiky frost. His eyes go wide and says, uh, That is amazing. Mm, may I touch it? Uh, be okay, very careful when you do. Uh, <laughs> it is very sharp. So he moves over and moves his hands uh, towards you, and his, his, he, he doesn't actually touch it, but he starts feeling the cold come off of it. He says, oh, that's quite the strange sensation that I've never felt before. My, my hands feel hot, but in a different way. And uh, he sits back down. So I hear you seek the, the other dragons in this land. Is that true? Uh, yes, we um, we wish to make sure that they have not been killed yet and see if we can find any information that might prevent further further deaths on all fronts. I must say you must be careful around the others. They are not quite as mm, talkative as my mistress. She is very old and very powerful and secure in her power. Whereas the younger ones, they're very, very haughty and jealous and, and cruel and quick to demonstrate their power. As those with little power mm, um, have a predilection to do. Mm, yes, that is very true. There are several in this camp here who have escaped the slavery of Kisarak and found themselves in our fold. They say he is a very cruel master. Then I suppose they are lucky to have found uh, you. It does not seem that much would last long in this uh, swamp. Well, there are other bands of, of my people scattered throughout the the swamps here, but life can be hard, and there's many dangers, as I'm sure you have found as you've made your way here. So we here have sought the protection and the guidance of their great mistress, and have made a life here. Question: How old is uh, is Kisarak? Uh, are you asking that in character? Yeah, I just forgot halfway through that I was supposed to be doing a voice. <laughs> uh, so you're asking that of Saren? Yep. 
Aye, he is old as well, but not nearly as old as the mistress. Um, he is, he reached adulthood um, many decades ago, as far as the, the people who escaped his uh, servitude have said. They say he is um, perhaps um, a little more than half the size of our great mistress. Still formidable. Now I imagine Kisserak doesn't have any uh, any great allies, does he? Not many dragons do. They are very jealous of their territories and often vying for power and extending their territories. They're um, not friendly to each other, let's say. I imagine our mistress would care not of Kisserak's fate, whether or not he is. Um, harvested for these uh, these talents of which we speak of um, it would only further her power and territory earlier spoke of somebody in black robes not red yes a human woman who appears to be um, I'm, I'm not really all that familiar with women of the woman species, but um, judging by her, her features, I would say um, maybe a bit older than your human friend here. She had um, hair similar in color of yours with the um, bits of uh, gray running through it. She was um, slim, almost as slim as me. She had uh, perhaps six followers, um, all dressed in uh, leather armor, wearing uh, cloaks uh, similar, but uh, um, perhaps more red. They did um. not speak, only her, and they only stayed long enough to parley with the great mistress, and, and then they left. I'm assuming to find uh, Kisserak. That's concerning. Do you perhaps think they are uh, a, a part of these uh, red talons that you say that are uh, haunting the uh, the green dragons in the area? It's certainly possible. Well, it appears that they found the mistress no easy meat and decided uh, that uh, she was uh, too powerful to try to hunt and harvest for her, her talents, not to mention uh, her guardians here. As he uh, takes his hand and like, you know, spreads um, towards the door. Uh, that is quite possibly the, the, exactly what happened. <laughs> We're quick enough, we could probably catch him at Kassarak. Well, Kisserak and uh, catch him off guard. Indeed. We still can't leave until morning, but... We should head directly there. And do you know where you're going? Um, uh, the mistress said south, uh, through some trees to a hill. Yes, that sounds about right. But there, uh, as I say, many um, of my folk here that um, escaped uh, Kisserak, perhaps you could um, talk to them for better directions and... Um, perhaps if you have uh, 
enough quality to trade. Perhaps they could even guide you. That would be lovely. Um, if you could point us in the direction of, of one or two of them, we would not let them come to harm if it is within our power. Yes, I can lead you to um, a group of them. Um, one uh, particular has become a friend recently. His name is Karak. Um, after you finish your meals, I will introduce you. Uh, thank you. Do you uh, have any more questions for Sarah? I do not. Nope. I don't. So uh, you finish up your meal, and uh, Saren is going to lead you um, over here to a, uh, an encampment behind the uh, temple. And there you can see a uh, group of about three lizard folk um, finishing their meal outside their tent. You approach, and um, they put down their bowls and... Um, one of the larger ones here who is uh, wearing uh, this hide armor that actually has a couple of strips of metal um, that's kind of fashioned as a breastplate um, nods to Saren and says uh, Hello Saren I see you've brought the strangers to us What is it that you want? And Saren says uh, um, They seek Kisarak and knowing that you are well familiar with the Great One, I figured that uh, they would be able to bring you trade for such information. And uh, he motions you uh, to come and sit down beside their fire. What is it you have to trade? Have you heard of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I have not, and I only have one god, and it is Cicero Skillion. Quite understandable, and I'm going to... I didn't actually say that in character, for obvious reasons. <laughs> you said it in the voice. You did yeah, say it in the voice. That made it funnier. Leander's going to pull out uh, a short st sword, a quarter staff, um, and like 20 arrows and see if any of those are interesting to him or valuable enough to him, or all of them, if he cares. Uh, these are fine weapons. Mm, what you must have to ask must be very important. Um, ask, and I will set my price. Um, we would love it if you could either give us detailed directions to the dragon in the south whose name I totally know, even though we've repeated it seven times. Kisserak. Kisserak. Um, dragon, uh, directions to him, or possibly even lead us, uh, to the border of the swamp and point us in the direction, uh, so that we can make it through the swamp more easily. Seeking Kisarak is folly and death. Why would you do such a thing? Well, there's every possibility that he's dead, and if he is, then we need to investigate and find out who killed him. If not, we there's a group of people we are hoping to uh, stop from killing him or any other green dragon. Um, we believe that once they gain enough power, they will be back for your mistress. He considers you for a long moment and then um, looks at the uh, items you've put out. Give me a persuasion check. 13. He looks up at you 
and says, I will lead you as far as his territory as your guide for all of these things. That is an excellent, I, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. And she will hand over all of those things. Okay. So people thought I was crazy for having a shit ton of arrows. <laughs> uh, he inspects all of them. Get some rest as we leave at first light. Thank you. And I suppose they all will walk out. Um, are we staying with the shaman or are we, or not the shaman, but we, the healer? We have the temple building thing. She opened the door for us. She did you know. not. <laughs> uh, you could try to go in. Um, she opened the door and put... Yeah, she opened the door and put the loot inside. Um, you can definitely uh, try to go in there. No, no, we are not. We are not thieves in this one. We are not Talia. But shiny stuff. I'm aware. Um, yeah, um, kind of weird if uh, a certain cruel dragon would have just disappeared with his entire horde. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, God. So, um, Saren... Um, the shaman um, is going to um, or you get finished with your conversation and you move back to uh, the shaman's place and the, uh, the shaman is going to take cinnamon aside I have seen that you have arcane power is this true? Uh, yes of course I mean how else could I be doing these spells and such uh, why do you ask? Uh, perhaps that you could um do me a favor. It depends on what the favor is, but ask. I found this, and he is going to walk over to the temple here, and you're going to see him go inside and come back out. And um, he has um, what appears to be like a silver necklace with a um, small jade gemstone in the middle. And says, um, our hunters found this um, not too long ago out in the swamp on a skeleton. And, and it appeared to be a skeleton of a human. And, um, the, uh, it appears that the remains had, remains had been there for quite some time. Um, yet if you look at the necklace, it, uh, it appears to be untarnished. And from what I've seen of this metal before, it turns black very easily in the elements, but it is untarnished and leads to me to believe that it has some sort of magical properties. I was wondering if there was any way for you to tell me what magic it may contain. Well, I'm not an expert at this, but I can take a, a good guess, play around with it a little bit. Uh, uh, may I see it? Yes, of course. And uh, he takes the, the necklace and, and holds it out uh, to you. you. You both are currently like uh, like right here out in front of the, uh, the temple steps or the uh, ruin steps here that um, you assume is this uh, dragon's uh, treasury and hoard inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cinnamon doesn't have, like, identifier or anything, but is there any way I can make an arcana check to at least get a general idea of what this item does? Um, I would say, do you have detect magic? Uh, I believe so, yes, I do. Okay. Uh, give me a 
cast detect magic and then give me an arcana check. Alright, there's detect magic and arcana check. Ten. Womp womp. Um, so you cast it and it begins to glow as if magical and then you are blinded by this magical beacon coming from inside this ruin. Like, you have to, like, avert your eyes. It's like looking into the sun. The magical aura is so bright um, coming out of this temple. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so I can't... Can I see the magic item? Do I have to turn away? Is that... Um, you kind of, like... You can turn your head or you can, like, move to the side and then look down at the necklace. Yeah, I like to move to the side and look down at the necklace and check okay. it out. Um, a gigantic, bright artifact level magic coming out of there. Um, so you look at the necklace, and with a 10, you know it's magical, and you're kind of getting of a. You think it's probably abjuration, but you can't tell exactly what it does. Hmm. Well, it is definitely magical, um, probably protective of some kind. I couldn't tell you exactly what it does, though. That's oh, quite a shame. Well, thank you for your efforts, anyway. And he takes I the uh, necklace back. I suppose you would be interested in trading this item, would you? Um, I can't really trade for things that do not belong to me. This is everything inside the hall. It belongs to the mistress. I was just trying to figure out what it was to see if it would benefit her or our people here. It is not mine ah, to trade. That is a shame. I was going to offer you something uh, that might be useful. Uh, something that can help you join her in the sky. A potion of flying? Uh, it sounds very tempting, but give me a persuasion check. Eleven. Jesus Christ, my rolls. Um, it's as tempting as that sounds, I'm... I, I could not betray the mistress in that way as the it, it belongs to her. That is quite reasonable. Better. I can't this, right? Are you even there? You're not there. Everyone's here. Screw it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, so he's going to take the uh, the necklace back and walk up the uh, the steps and uh, walk back inside the uh, the ruin here. And uh, he's he's in there for only a about 30 seconds and then he comes back out and closes this uh, large stone door well it is getting late and we've had dinner and uh, I believe it's time to retire for the evening Um, you're welcome to my camp beside my tent or the outskirts of the encampment whatever you're most comfortable with I think we would all be quite pleased if we were to stay indoors for one night well, I would say that you're all welcome to my tent, but I do not believe that there is enough room for all of us to sleep comfortably inside. I misheard that. I apologize. Uh, I 100% misheard what he said. Um, I'm going to change everything I just said to we will uh, we'll find a place on the on the outskirts of the village to set up camp. As you may have a uh, good rest and. Uh, Good journey tomorrow morning. Uh, thank you. We're going to go set up camp. Okay. And he's going to uh, go into his uh, tent and 
and uh, that's the last you see of them tonight. So you set up your camp on the outskirts of town. Uh, yep. Is there anything else you want to do tonight before uh, turning in? I will pray silently to myself that Sister Rascalian stops being evil. Okay. Because she, she, her scales aren't shiny, therefore she's obviously evil. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I um, don't think that's how that works. <laughs> that is exactly how that works. We're all good. Um, unless anyone wants to join me in, you know, stealing from this dragon's horde. I mean, that would be fun, but I have uh, a feeling that not. the party would have objections to it, so yeah. Are you going to tell anybody what you saw? Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, I thought they were all there. I guess not. Okay. Well, you were the uh, only yeah. one they had to take magic up, so... Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Cinnamon will describe that, that uh, particular amulet necklace. Yeah, you described the necklace, but the necklace wasn't where the... Oh, you mean the gigantic flash of light from all of that magic stuff? Yeah. Yeah, like the the brilliant, like as if like something like the sun was inside of this uh, treasury over here and sunlight was streaming out of it into your face. I am not suggesting is that we go steal from them, but there is an interesting amount of magic in there. It might be worth a look. Um, no, that's all right. We don't need to stir up trouble. Yeah, if you want to accidentally get caught and fight the fight the dragon worshippers, go ahead. Okay, okay, I understand. But what if there was something in there that could help cure this disease? I'm just saying. We'd have to get out of here alive first. Maybe somebody from the Vanguard can come over and uh, do something on You are part rogue, Heradius. Yeah, I'm not trying to get caught. Uh, by these people, <laughs> and also I don't think Ancient we can realistically. Yeah, I don't think we can take on a whole city and the giant green dragon. Yeah, it's a terrible idea to try to steal something. Well, you don't know that 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 thing in there might be powerful enough to defeat all of them. Could be, but it wouldn't be any good if we're dead. But who even says it's one thing? It might just be a bunch of like random magical items that have no actual purpose. We don't even have an identify spell in the team. We would get all the magical... We would get, like, however many magical items we can carry in our bag of holdings, and then we would just, like, have no way to identify. Sergeant Heratius, they obviously have no idea how to identify their own things either. I at least can see what is powerful and what is not. It is quite none of our business, and that is the last I will hear of it. As you say, Lieutenant. All right. So everybody lying down for the night? Yep. Yep. Okay. Is uh, Cinnamon uh, sneaking off to raid the uh, treasury? No, no. <laughs> All right. So uh, you settle down for the night and have a peaceful night's rest as the... Uh, Swamp frogs and crickets and critters sing you to sleep. And I think that's where we're going to end the episode, right there. Lullaby on Frogway. Come on, be tempted by the magical item. I want to kill you all. <laughs> Dude, I I'm super so tempted. tempted. I'm going to come back later. <laughs> Maybe I'll come back on my downtime and just uh, sneak in. Maybe get <laughs> I... in, uh, a couple invisibility scrolls. I have invisibility as a spell, man. Yo, what? Excuse me? Yeah, yeah. 
Put some we'll, faith in we'll me. talk before the next session. <laughs> I will say that um, the inner Talia in me was quite tempted. <laughs> and not for nothing, but it is entirely acceptable to steal from evil people. I'm pretty sure that's not a thing, but uh, it's absolutely a thing. <laughs> I think mine and Cinnamon's morals are uh, low enough to not really care about what the dragon thinks or like the concept of theft. I mean, it's just a dragon. I serve Bahmut. Sissy Raskelians uh, serves Tiamat. It's, it's, it's a holy endeavor. But so is, you know, fighting the, 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 the ruined people, the Red Talons. Yeah, yeah, so we steal all the matter of Bahamut to fight the Red Talons. That's like two gods versus one. So with the invisibility scroll, they're like one source of magic besides like whatever the dragon can do. Do dragons have inherent magical capabilities oh, yeah. like spells? Oh yeah. Especially like one is ancient. ancient green dragon. <laughs> well, we don't know if she's ancient. She seems really self-confident, so maybe her hubris has set it to where there's no real protection over a horde, thinking that her believers are just going to do whatever and protect it. Give me a uh, inside check. Uh, one moment. Let me find it. Six. <laughs> yeah, you um, think it's fine. Yeah, I mean, you think that uh, the uh, Sly Scourge is uh, pretty confident in her abilities even with a six. In other words, don't steal from the fucking dragon. It never goes well. You know, she's definitely not afraid of you. I'm just saying that it would be a good thing if we did it. We just wouldn't survive. If we get caught. We will get caught. Says who? Says everyone but you. (laughs) You know, an invisibility spell and a uh, plus six on stealth checks and 10 to athletics and acro- well, plus 6 acrobatics. I'm it is it. totally going to be magically defended. Like, all up the butt. Hmm. Well, what if it's not? But it's going to be, and <laughs> we're not evil anymore, guys. Let's not make another evil campaign. No, no, it would be oh, a sorry, good Emery. thing to steal from evil people. I'm just saying. And technically, it would have no ramifications on our good. I mean, like, what's Sister Skillion going to do? Fly over to, like, another con like by hundreds of miles north just to attack a city no she would follow us and kill us right so yeah no do no (laughs) stop (laughs) so are you worried about your paragon versus renegade meter changing (laughs) i mean the the evil campaign was fun but it's been really nice to not have to worry about evading the authorities and authorities trying to kill us and there's significantly more people who are trying to kill us than not trying to kill us like it's fantastic to be good yeah but i've been a mercenary for a hot minute and uh money really talks to me my dudes you know we'll figure it out uh i respect the chain of command (laughs) so i think we should stick with leandry's opinion of (laughs) let's not do this but you are my immediate superior officer, Sergeant Heredius. So, I mean, if you give me an order, I can't say no. Uh, you can. You can say <laughs> no to an unlawful order that's in the UCMJ. Oh, is that is that really a thing? 
Yeah. You're, you're okay. required to say no to an omnivore. Yeah. It is not an excuse. You cannot use... Well, I was ordered to as an excuse to conduct something Yeah, after the Nazis, we decided... The good old Nuremberg uh, defense. Wait, but that never happened in this universe, so the defense is still valid. No. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> to be fair, it's probably not valid here either, but I'm not going to that. Uh, all um, right, y'all. I'm going to stop the recording. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that was good stuff thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast if I could ask a halfling size favor give us a 5 star rating and review on iTunes it's the best way to support us new episodes come out every Monday so make sure to check your podcast app do you have an idea to make the podcast better tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook you can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Want to throw hatchets? We got hatchets, and you can throw them at the hatchet throw. Bring your own hatchet or use some of ours. We don't care. We got big hatchets and small hatchets. We even have very small axes. Want to throw daggers? We don't have daggers. We have hatchets. And you can throw them inside our building. You can throw them at stumps with red circles painted on them. We also got stumps shaped like half-orcs because they are attacking us. But they don't have red circles on them. So come to the hatchet throw in downtown Asheville. We also have L, wine, and mead. People say hatchet throwing and L is not a good combination. But what do they know? We also have hatchets to throw, but no daggers. Hatchet throw. The music you heard on this episode was Shadowlands 1, Horizon, Majestic Hills, and Lost Time by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.